If you're from Canberra, chances are you'll know the Southwell name. Ray White ruled Yass and Canberra agent George Southwell is today selling the same land his family started farming back in 1863. When you first hear George speak in this podcast, you'll think he's a great Aussie bloke with about 50 years of life under his belt. And you'll have the first part right. George is just 24 years of age. And there's certainly more to Ray White Rural's Auction Agent of the Year than his HQ Holden Ute, trout fishing adventures and sheepdog training. Welcome to the greats. being part of something that started over 116 years ago in the humblest of beginnings. United by a set of family values that have been unchanged since 1902 that separates us from everybody else. Ray would be proud of what we've done. We've become a big company. Best advantage in being big is that we have the capacity to bring so much more back to you. George, thank you for joining the Greats podcast. Uh, for those who haven't seen your quirky marketing tactics, which I'm pretty familiar with as part of the Ray White Media team, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, certainly, Amanda. And thank you, firstly, for the opportunity. It's fantastic to have a yarn. I do, uh, I do enjoy having a yarn. It comes part and parcel with the job. But um, look, a little bit about myself. I boast or I state that I served the longest apprenticeship in real estate, um, having grown up with it in the family business with my old man, Simon, opening the uh, second Ray White Rural Office 27 years ago. So it's been in the family for a long time. Um, and that was my introduction to the industry. We were in Western Queensland, a very small town. Um, and then we relocated back down here to the family roots around Canberra. I completed my secondary education in Canberra um, and then started the family business again with dad uh, just over five years ago. Was there pressure to follow your old man into the industry? Look, there certainly wasn't. When I left school, I actually went into a role at Pickles Auctions in Canberra um, as an auction coordinator and um, dad being very auction orientated, I certainly had some tricks up my sleeve there. But no, I wouldn't say there was any um, any pressure. Dad certainly quotes the uh, phrase, I think it's don't let your mama, don't let your son grow up to be a cowboy or something. Don't follow in their footsteps. But um, no, I've loved every minute of it and uh, certainly the school holidays up there in primary school in Western Queensland was spent in the back seat, in the right up the back of the car, listening to Dad sell property out there, and that's where the passion came from. Isn't that interesting? Because uh, we'll touch on this further down the track, George. But you were named the uh, Ray, White, Ray White Rural Auction Agent of the Year, I believe, uh, last year. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's a really interesting link to Hazley Cush. Uh, speaking of, uh, I guess real life experience he too uh learnt the trade driving around in the back of his mum's car uh and he is one of our best auctioneers it's it's real life experience that's invaluable isn't it yeah it certainly is and um there are a few family stories within the the ray white group itself and certainly in the wider real estate industry um and i was listening to a podcast funnily enough this morning and they said that if you can't recruit from inside your family, um, you obviously have to recruit outside. And it hit me um, because 
it was not so much a recruitment process to within the family, but it seemed like a natural progression in the end. And um, and family businesses are the best. You can uh, you can have a blue and get up the next day, and no one's going to leave or sue anyone. You just get on with it. They're stuck with you. Exactly. Exactly. For those of uh, those of our listeners who haven't met you or seen one of your great marketing videos or a photo, it's safe to say you do sound a lot older than you are, George. You've only, how long have you been in the business for officially? I've been in the uh, business officially since the age of 18. Um, so five years now. Um, I just turned 24 the other day, which is fantastic. But uh, growing up, getting older. But um, mm. yeah, it is it is one of those things that age does play into it. Um, and there's a lot of energy that you can bring to it as a young person in the industry. Um, but yeah, full time for five years. And I love that you look at age as a positive thing in terms of bringing enthusiasm um, and energy to the role. Um, others would say, where's your experience? But as, I guess, as, as you said to us earlier, it comes with uh, following your dad around probably since you could walk. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just to your original point there about uh, sounding a lot older on the phone, I do get that comment sometimes when I turn up to do an appraisal or, um, or, or to meet people and they say, oh, we were expecting the other bloke. And I say, no, that's dad. Uh, that's Simon. You're stuck with, the, you're stuck with the, the redhead today. So it's all good fun. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. You've got you've to use your, um, your strengths um, in real estate. And I do see my youth as a strength. Um, but it comes with its challenges in in the rural side of our business. When you're marketing rural property, I can't say, "Oh, Amanda, do you remember the fire from 1983, which came over the Brindabellas there?" Because I wasn't there. I can't talk with age, but I can I can talk to you with um, with some of my education on board in the rural industries and talk about the new technologies and the new developments that we're seeing um, in the industry. So you've got to. You know, as a young person in the industry, you do have to um, take on the experience of the older people. They've been there and done it before um, and they've been through the cycles. But we also have to use our youth to our advantage because there's one thing we can't change is our age. Mm, absolutely. And uh, and a great advantage for you as well, George, is, you know, we, we keep coming back to your family, but sixth uh, generation Southwell to the area. Uh, so you, while you may not necessarily have been in that particular patch for, for 50 years, certainly your family has been or, or connected to, safe to say, and people are yeah. aware of that? Yeah, they certainly are. And um, if you want to ex an extended day uh, around the capital region, you've just got to sit in the back seat with Dad because he'll give you plenty of history about the local area. But having... Having a link to to the country that we operate in um, is very important to me and very special. Um, we operate in an area where our family started farming ventures in 1863. And interestingly enough, a lot of the properties that we sell in and around the Belconnen area in Canberra and also um, some landmarks through there, that, that's, that's our original farm. That's where we started and I... I do take a lot of comfort from that when travelling around that we have got that connection. Um, and I think it, from our client's point of view too, there's an element of it which says that we're not just here for, for five minutes, we're here for the long run. Um, and we do, 
we do really passionately speak about our bush capital, which is uh, really just a small country town to me, but uh, Canberra is our nation's capital and I'm very proud to have a long history with the, with the district. And speaking of our nation's capital, I hear that, uh, that you had dreams of being the Prime Minister since you were six years old. <laughs> Look, there's, uh, there's certainly a story from my childhood where the, um, uh, the chemist, the, the, the bloke who owned the chemist in St George used to call me Senator Southwell <laughs> and um, that was from a, a very young age. But um, look, there's no, no point in hiding it. I do, um, I do have political ambitions and uh, I very much love the fact that we can take part in what is a very free democracy in Australia. There are people in the world who don't have, do not have the freedom um, to have a say like we do and I think it's a little bit under underestimated. The, um, the disillusion with politics certainly uh, disturbs me a hell of a lot because there are a lot of good people in there trying to do their bit for the country and um, yeah it's always been a passion of mine. There's no hiding that. So we might see you uh, still wearing the PM cap uh, in years to come, hey? Oh look! Look, there's a there's, there's a lot. There's a there's a lot of yeah, a lot of sales in between now and then. Look out! <laughs> uh, you are you know in your early twenties, um, but yet so much experience. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, took out the Ray White Rural Auction Agent of the Year last year. How did you do that? How do you run auctions better than other agents? Well. Amanda, it's um, it's it's a pretty simple thing, in my opinion. There's two, there's two levels, um, there's two commitments that you have to make when engaging in the sales process, but especially in the auction process, and that is honesty. You have to be very honest with both sides of the transaction, um, and be very upfront with them. And you've also got to communicate. People have to know what's going on. Um, auction is a method of sale that takes a hell of a lot more work and effort on the agent's part than any other methods methods of sale available to us in real estate. Um, but it is the most exciting and it does give your um, vendors the opportunity to, to get the best result out of the marketplace. But if you don't have the skills to do that properly, and I can thank Phil Parker for certainly leading, leading the charge there along with Dad in, um, in shaping my auction uh, orientated business. Um, if you don't have the skills behind it, you've just got to learn them to make that happen. You've got to ask more questions. You've got to ask the right questions. And you can't waver away from that level of um, commitment to that process. You've, it's got to be your number one option when going to a vendor. And when you sit down with someone and you've earned the relationship with them um, over many years and, and they sit down and say, look, how do you think I should be selling my home or what would you? how would you like to sell it, George? You've got to be able to say auction and this is how we're going to do it and be very confident around that. Um, but yes, honesty and communication, I think, are the two basics. It's not rocket science real estate. Um, you've got to keep it simple and that's very, very much the same with, uh, with the auction process. Let's talk marketing, um, which ties into that auction process. Uh, tell me about Walkabout Wednesdays. Walkabout Wednesday, Amanda, <laughs> I will... I will make a confession to the industry. <laughs> Walkabout Wednesday was born from the fact that when I started in real estate, um, Kate Morrison, who is in our admin, uh, ran, ran, ran the office for us in admin, and I, we had very little to do. 
um, in between door knocking and, and canvassing the phone book and, um, and building a database, there wasn't that much else going on. So we decided to start filming a 30-second video every Wednesday called Walkabout Wednesday with George. Um, now, when it started, it was a, um, uh, it was a platform to advertise listings um, that we had hitting the market or just to have a look at what was happening in the local area, you know, if the footy, the footy team was playing or whether it was a late night and I forgot to film it and I was in Canberra, I, I got one out the front of Parliament House once and the, uh, the security guards were wondering what I was doing there. But, um, but it just, it, it, bore, it, it was literally born out of a necessity to try and create some activity on a Wednesday and uh, we, um, we, we went from there. Now it's, uh, now it's probably a tool just to advertise a few local things that are happening and, um, and also a little bit of an idea of what happens behind the scenes uh, in real estate. It's not, all, it's not all fun and games. There's a lot of hard work in it and um, we try and bring that out in, in a little 30-second video every Wednesday on Facebook. Oh, I was just going to say, where can, uh, where can people tune in to, to watch these great Walkabout Wednesday videos on Facebook? Yes, the Ray White Rural Canberra and Yass Facebook page. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's legendary. Look out. Another thing that's legendary is your, uh, <laughs> that might actually be, be uh, placing it a bit too high on the ranking, but a video listing five reasons not to buy a property in southern New South Wales. That's, uh, that's a bit of a, a game approach. Uh, tell us about that one. We had a lovely property, 100 acres, called Crystal View down at Bombala, a, um, a small southern rural town, uh, which is a little bit out of the way and not a lot of people know where Bombala is, but it's a beautiful spot if ever you go down there, some platypus in the river. But um, <laughs> we, had the, we had this property on the market there and it was a little bit slow and I, I actually rang Lindsay Douglas and I said, Lindsay, we've got we've to come up with an idea. And through a bit of a brainstorm, I said, look, why don't we do something a little bit wacky? I said, let's tell them why not to buy this property. So we launched a video with five reasons not to buy the property. Um, for example, there was one of me walking out of the shearing shed and I said, uh, you can run some fine wool merinos here so you can make some great suits like mine. That was one of the reasons um, why not to buy the property was that you would have to run some sheep there. Uh, it was very, very quiet and the only neighbours... Where the, where the sheep in the paddock was another reason, um, along with the fact that it had a very big machinery shed on it. And I said, well, you'd, you'd have the problem of buying some more cars or machinery to fill the shed because it was a, a 250 square metre shed. So we launched that and uh, it did end up going probably just below viral. I don't think mm -hmm. we went viral, but it was certainly picked up and ran with in the media and um, it was very successful for that particular sale. A risky approach because um, I guess the other outcome is that you look like a bit of a goose. How do you uh, back yourself to take these risks and then potentially face the criticism that comes following the approach? Well, it's, it's a difficult one to answer, Amanda. I mean, you've, you know, there's the old saying, you've got to be mad to be in real estate, so you may as well prove it. Um, <laughs> But let you know the, these transactions that are the biggest transactions that people make. They don't have to be stressful. They can be lighthearted. Um, you do have to be very careful with that, though. Um, and and launching such a thing 
Um, you know, while it may be at my expense, at the end of the day, you know, you are dealing with someone's biggest asset. Um, and launching things in, in the editorial world or the media world such as that is very risky and you've got to take your, your vendors on that journey and it's got to make sense. But how do I cope with criticism? I, I do get criticism from within the industry um, and also from people who, are, you know, potential clients. And that's fine. Sometimes it's justified, sometimes it's not. But you've just got to have faith in the process that, that you're doing the right thing. Run it, run it by a few sound ears. Um, have some mentors in the industry that you can ring them up and have the 30-second question and say, look, what do you think of this? And that makes all the difference if you can get that reassurance that you're not out on a, on a limb doing something absolutely stupid. Yeah, so that supports, supports Paramount and that links in with your dad and, and one of the questions I had is, is what has your old man taught you that, uh, that you kind of work and live by? Um, a, a resilience to just keep on going on. Um, you know, there's been some big sacrifices that both uh, himself and mum have made in raising us four kids um, on our on our journey. But you've just you've just got to keep going. Um, you certainly have to pay. You know, moving into a business leadership role now, you do have to very much pay attention to those uh, those costs associated with running a business, regardless of what that business is. Um, but, but probably the biggest thing, uh, the biggest thing he's, he's taught me is honesty. And I don't know whether that's something you can teach, so it may not be hundred percent correct, but I know for a fact that, uh, you know, dad can lay straight in bed at night. Um, I certainly can. And while it may not mean we make more money or less money or be more successful or less successful, I think it's very important that you can look people in the eye um, and be honest with every dealing you have throughout throughout your career, both in real estate and outside of real estate. Yeah. Um, an honest politician, George, is that what you're going to be? That's, that's a rare thing, isn't it? <laughs> well, look, it's... Um, it's one of those things. Sometimes you've got to make sure that your message is very, very clear and, and succinct so that it doesn't get twisted. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so honesty, the, the world could do with a lot more of it. Yeah, here, here. Uh, life outside of real estate, if you have one. Uh, I know that you were studying a Bachelor of Agricultural Business. I don't know if that's still happening. And if it's not, what else do you, what else do, you do with yourself? Look, I, I, I am still studying. I'm a deferred student at the moment, which is no good. Um, but my studies in ag business management uh, down in Wagga Wagga have been fantastic. I've been doing that via distance education, which is a which is a struggle with the commitments of everything. And uh, my discipline's not very good with uh, with study. But um, apart from that, we um, you know our family have been involved with farming for a long time. We're we're very proud fine wool producers. Um, in southern New South Wales, and uh, that's probably my biggest, biggest thing. Apart from trout fishing, I like to go trout fishing, and uh, do a little bit of camping. And funnily enough, if you look at all the black spots on the uh, on the um, phone towers of Australia, you can probably work out where I go, uh, where I go away to do some fishing and some <laughs> and some camping because the phone doesn't work there. But uh, yeah, it's good. And I've I've also got a passion for for vintage machinery and. Um, and cars with a with a HQ Holden Ute and a Kelpie dog that keeps me entertained, trying to train him up to be a, a sheep dog. So, yeah, I, I do do a bit outside of um, out of real estate. I wouldn't say it's all leisure, but it's good. I enjoy it. 
Yeah, good stuff. Well, George, where can uh, where can people find you if they want to uh, have a yarn or, or ask you a question? Look, I always say my phone number is always uh, always answerable, and um, you know, more than happy to talk to anyone inside the industry and outside of it as well. I, I'm a big, um, a passionate believer on the future of our industry, and um, yeah, if anyone wants to reach out, please do. But Ray White, rural Canberra, and Yass in the main street of Yass next to the post office would be a good start. Brilliant. And check out those uh, Walkabout Wednesday Facebook videos, eh? That's it. That's it. You might get a laugh. (laughs) Thank you, George, for joining the greats. Thank you very much, Meta.